in a world where everyone says hello, they dare to say, yeah, get out. Yeah, get out. Yeah, get out. Yeah, get out. Yes. Good day. Yeah. Yeah, good day. Yeah, good day. Yeah, good day. Yeah, good day. Yeah, good day, Tim. Yeah, good day, Leon. Yeah, good day, everyone. Yeah, good day, everyone. Welcome to Yeah, good day. The complete guide to Australia. <laughs> yes, we stumbled our way through that. Oh, you stumbled your way through that. Fantastic. Here we are. We're in the place where we do the thing. Uh, episode one of five for Tim and I today. We are mm. getting them done, getting them hard, getting them out, getting them around, getting them up and down. And Mostly around. getting them hard. Oh, it's hard. <laughs> I'm not sure why you said that, but uh, oh. there we are. So it was a Freudian uh, tit, I think, is yes, the, uh, the term for it. Um, Tim, you've decided to be selfish and go to Japan, so that means we have to cram all this in. Uh, <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so, How dare you. I enjoy my life. Um, so just keep in mind that when you get to episode 94 or whatever it is, Tim and I will be absolutely delirious. Uh, and when you yes. get the two Patreon bonus episodes, boy, how do you have fun trying to make sense out of that shit. Yep, should be fun. Uh, Tim, last week was sad. Because of yeah. losing all the votes. Every vote we lost. Well, we didn't lose all of them, but we lost a lot. The uh, kids at school this week, there was meant to be a politician coming out. I don't know if he came in in the end, but he was some like the Liberal MP for the area or whatever. And I was like, I bet you I can tell what he's going to look like, boys. He's going to be in a suit and he's going to have dark hair and he's going to be like 40 or something. And they were like, no, no, I'll be balding, I'll be balding, I'll be balding. What did I do? Googled a picture of him. Who was right? I was. Of course. We know what they look like. <laughs> like, don't be dumb. And then I talked about Julian Burnside looking like Dick Smith. Ah, yes. And made very... Uh, they weren't even offhanded comments. I was basically like, the liberals suck, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Do not vote for them. One of the kids was like, who'd you vote for? And some kid was like, that's rude. And I was like, no, I don't care. I voted for the Greens. <laughs> what yeah. are you going to do? Or your parents probably voted for the liberals. Almost um, definitely. So anyway, that was that. But this week, let's have a fun time. Let's have a prickly time. Let's have a spiky time. Let's have a multiple pronged penis time. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the echidna. <laughs> let's do that. How many prongs? Well, we'll get to it. Hopefully, you're going to tell me. That's all I care about. Yes, that's. It's further down the list. That's why we're keeping keep people interested in the show. Oh, yeah. I won't tell you how Stay many. Stay tuned to find out how, how many, many dicks. dicks they have until we get to the end. Echidnas, mm. uh, they exist. Mm-hmm. They're a thing. Mm. Uh, they belong to the Tachyglossidae family, which oh, yeah. is a scientific word I can actually say. It was a pretty good word. Uh, monotreme. Now, we've talked about monotremes before. Mono means one. Um, mono means one. Dream, <laughs> dream means, means dream. dream. Uh, we've talked about platypus, which are the only existing uh, living relatives of the echidna. Yes. They are mammals, but they lay eggs. He says, mm-hmm. bewildered. Um, <laughs> Question mark. So, there's four species of echidna and the platypus. So, I think there's two of each or three of echidna and one of platypus. I, I, think, I feel like there's... How many did you say there was? Four. Four. Oh. But there are definitely more than one echidna styles. I don't know about platypus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. I think there's three different types of echidna. Let's say there are. Anyway, um, they've evolved about 20 to 50 million years ago, descending from a platypus-like monotreme. So, actually, their ancestor was aquatic, oh. uh, but echidnas have learned to live on the land. Mm. Um, no, really great. Uh, named after Echidna, uh, a creature from Greek mythology who was half woman, half snake. Oh. Um, and that is because uh, Europeans, when they first saw them, perceived them to be half mammal, half reptile. 
I some they eggs. odd reason. Well, eggs. I think it's the eggs thing. And, and they're, they're got a the nosy tongue. They're a soft egg as well. <laughs> the egg in there itself? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're a soft egg. They're a soft egg. Uh, so they're medium sized, solitary mammals. They keep to themselves, covered with coarse hair and spines. They do resemble the anteaters of South America yes. and other spiny animals such as hedgehogs or porcupines. Um, they're actually not of any relation whatsoever. No. Their spines uh, are thick, aren't they? Out, yeah. Like out so, anteaters and all of that um, are xenarthrans. Sure. Which actually sloths and armadillos are part of that family as well. Oh, that's nice. So, they're all related. But um, echidnas look like them, but they are not those things. They have elongated, elongated slender snouts that can function as both a mouth and a nose. They have mm. a, a nose mouth. Dual, dual purpose. Yeah. Um, they have electrosensors in their... Platypus also have electrosensors. They have about 40,000 of them, but the echidnas don't have as many. So, the long-nosed echidna has about 2,000, and the short-nosed only has about 400 in the oh, very tip nose. of its nose. Less nose. That's yeah. science, people. You can't fit as many electrosensors in, no. in, a, in a short nose. Everyone knows the old saying in science class, you can't fit as many electrosensors in a shorter nose. Everyone knows that. Uh, very short uh, limbs, very large claws, very powerful diggers. Very. Um, claws on their hind limbs are elongated and they curve backwards Eww. to help with digging, which is pretty gross. They have tiny mouths and a toothless jaw. Um, so they tear open logs, anthills and stuff like that and use their sticky tongue um, Please don't. to collect prey. And they have little ear slits on the side of their head, which you can't really see apparently. Um, so that's good. What do they eat? Good question. Ants? Uh, yes, primarily ants <laughs> and termites, which is why they've been identified with anteaters. Yes. Uh, they do also sometimes eat worms and insect larvae. Okay. So that's something. Gotta spice it up every once in a while. You can't eat ants for every meal. Yeah. Uh, they grind the stuff between the their, the bottom of their mouth and their tongue, because as I said, they don't have any teeth. Yeah. Um, They're like kidneys- a muppet. Sorry? They're like a Muppet. Yeah. Here's a fun fact. Echidna's feces are seven centimeters, three inches long and are cylindrical in shape. They are usually broken and unrounded, composed largely of dirt and anthill material. They shit in dirt logs. How are they unrounded if they're cylindrical? I don't know. I don't. A human poo is described as cylindrical. Oh, I think they're like it means like it's a sharp cut on the poo, <laughs> like cutting a salami. <laughs> it's a sharp cut. Oh, you gotta get a good knife for that. Fuck their little cigar cutter buttholes. Yeah, um, they don't tolerate extreme temperatures very well, so you usually find them in caves and rocks, crevices um, during harsh weather conditions. Mm. Found in forests and woodlands, uh, hiding under vegetation roots, piles of debris. Um, they sometimes use burrows of animals like rabbits and wombats as well. Um, and they have large overlapping territories. Oh, good for them. But they are solitary creatures primarily. Yes. Um, yeah. So, as I said, they lay eggs. They're the only mammal other than the platypus that lays an egg. So weird. Yeah. They The female lays a soft-shelled leathery egg 22 days after mating, but it goes into her pouch. So, they do an egg, but it goes into a pouch. Yeah, right. That's the confusing thing. That's marsupial-esque. Yeah. Um, the egg weighs about 1.5 to 2 grams. That's 0.05 to 0.07 ounces for those in America <sighs> who don't understand what the rest of the world is. Just get uses. on with the metric system. We'd never have to repeat ourselves. Um, 
hatching takes place about 10 days after gestation and the young echidna, which is called a puggle, which is very cute. <laughs> very good. Um, is like stays in the thing and sucks milk from inside the, the pouch. The pouch. Very small. Puggles are I very I can cute. imagine. Puggle. They're so cute. They've got Puggle. so much little extra flesh on their tummies. So cute. And their weird noses. Yeah. Uh, they stay in the pouch 45 to 55 days. So they're in there for a while. I do wonder when they start developing their spines, though. Does the mother get like, ooh, look out. Yeah. Watch it. Ah, oh, ah, Watch ah, it, son. Ah. Uh, mother digs a nursery burrow and then deposits the young in it after that. And then they um, stay there. The mum comes back like every five days. Um, Gosh, really? They'll stay in that den for about a year up to... Up to a year after leaving the... it's a lot of time. The thing I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's quite a long baby period, um, especially for an animal. Yeah, it's like all those days in the pouch and then dig a hole, stay in there for a while. Exactly. Now, here's where we get to just how many heads their penis has. Okay, now I'm interested. You've piqued my interest. Male echidnas have a four-headed penis. Four-headed which is two more than I've got. Yeah. During mating, the heads on one side shut down and do not grow in size, oh. um, which is Upsetting. a little too much information. <laughs> Perhaps I should have read ahead <laughs> rather than sharing that. Why do they know that? Uh, and the other two release semen into the female's two-branched reproductive Oh, so tract. you're going the whole hog. <laughs> well, I mean, we've already said what we've said, haven't we? Um... Yeah, so, and, and then if they, you know, have an all-nighter, they they go between each two. Oh. So, one the, the ones that we used last time will shut down and then the other two will boot up. So, they're set. Yeah, they've got that sorted. They're good to go. I guess that's one way to use them. Yeah. Um, so, they're all going off, all, all pistons firing. Why do they use two, though? I don't know. Oh, there's there's the female has two reproductive tracts. Oh. So, they're getting in both. Double the chances, I guess. It, Two, two chance, two furious. Yeah. <laughs> Echidnas, two phallus, two furious. Yeah. Uh, so that's how it works. Uh, very timid animals. Oh, yeah. Very timid. They're um, afraid of people finding out they've got more than one penis head. Yeah. When they feel endangered, they attempt to bury themselves or expose. Um, they'll cur- curl into a ball. Mm. Did I ever tell you the time when I picked up an echidna to save it from my dog? No. Well, please. One time I picked up an echidna to pick it up to save from my dog. Lucky our dog was going crazy at something that was like in the garden. And I was like, what what is he going on about? He wasn't, I think he was trying to be playful with it. He wasn't trying to hurt or anything. That sentence was lucky. Our dog. Your dog's name was Lucky. The it dog's wasn't name lucky was Lucky that your dog was going at something yeah. in the garden. I was Sorry. like, what do you mean? <laughs> to clarify, the dog's name is Lucky. Luckily, he's going off at something <laughs> yeah. in the garden. Um, so, anyway, I went into the garden to see what he was hmm. bothering with. And this echidna was in there. And it had, like, buried itself down. It dug pretty deep as well. So, then Lucky wouldn't leave it alone. So, I had to, like, get underneath. And it does ball itself up as well. And it uses its claws. And it was, like, gripping into... Um, the roots of the trees around it. Yeah. And I had to like rip this echidna out Ugh. of the ground, carry it while it was still balled up. It was very soft on the inside. And where did I put it? I think I took it to the bush. <laughs> in the bin. Yeah. <laughs> we ate very well that night. Uh, no, I took it to the bush and yeah, I think it's probably still alive. Probably still alive. I don't know how. In that bush. Yeah. Lucky in that, do- that uh, echidna have a long lasting relationship. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, yeah. Very odd. 
but yeah, feral cats, foxes, dogs, goannas, these are some of the uh, threats. Goannas. Um, and of course, humans. We are the greatest, greatest threat, threat to this all. country. Uh, to this country. Just, just well, to Australia. Yeah, that too. But to, the rest uh, of the world seems fine. We're the greatest threat to the environment on this planet. Man. Uh, woman. Uh, so, uh, people. Yeah. Oh, and here's something as well. Uh, it's considered a uh, delicacy, echidna, to Indigenous Australian groups. Ooh, I wonder what mm. it tastes like. I do wonder what it tastes like. Is it a game of meat? Probably. wouldn't be much meat on them. They're tiny no. underneath all those spines. Yeah. Unless, I don't know. Are their spines like, are their spines spiky? Yeah, not as spiky as you would expect. Yeah. It's enough to keep someone like a, an animal away, but it's not like, ah, this is a, a, a needle spiky. It's kind yeah. of like. This is uncomfortable. Talon-ish, yeah. It would definitely hurt if they had a go at you, but it's I like don't know how they on would. those Sven masseuse uh, sandals with all those prodding things in Yeah, them. Sure. Sure, why not? It's exactly like <laughs> Thanks that. Thanks for joining me on that. that Definitely journey. 100% like I've that. never seen one in the wild. Well. I don't think. I've seen need... it at the zoo, and they're hard to spot at the zoo as well. They are hard to spot. They the waddle, and it's the best thing ever. Like all Australian animals except kangaroos, when you go to the zoo, good luck trying to find it, because yeah. the wombats are always asleep, yeah. the echidnas are impossible to see, and the koalas, yeah, the koalas you can kind of see. Koalas are easy, they don't run anywhere. Yeah. The wombats at Melbourne Zoo are good because their little den is like has a window in it. So when they disappear into their den, you can just see them in the den. See them sleeping. Yeah. So it's, you always do see them. Cute. But uh, yeah, echidnas have an excellent waddle. They just back and forth. Just sort of doop, doop. Yeah, they're very awkward little animals. One surprising thing I do know about my eldest sister, Ashley, is that her favorite animal is an echidna. Oh, really? That's one thing I know about her. And I will uh, thank you to not ask me any further questions. <laughs> yeah. Tell us more about her as a person. <laughs> I think she saw one in the world. She likes echidnas. Interesting. She does. I don't think I've ever met anyone that had the favorite animal echidna. Uh, congratulations. Pretty on... good call. It's a good animal. It is a good animal. I, I appreciate her decision. I yeah. respect it. I, I imagine she did sit down and go over the facts for quite some oh, time yeah. before making an informed decision like she that. She had a go, Anna. Uh, they're on the five cent coin. They are. Well, we're talking about popular culture now. We're we're over the science. Oh at all. yeah, screw science. Uh, what else? Um, They're Knuckles, in... the red echidna from oh, yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yep, he's a he's an echidna. Yep, I've got that. Do I have, did I get a print of did I get Knuckles or did I just get Sonic from when we bought from Laura Jane? Remember, I bought maybe that, you got that, Knuckles. As I don't well. know if I bought Knuckles in the end. Yeah, I definitely bought Sonic. She did uh, realistic drawings of them as their hedgehog self and their echidna self. Echidna. Uh, Millie was the Millie. from the 2000 Olympic Games. Very one important of the mascots. Figure. Yeah, yeah. Yellow, good at. She had a ribbon, I think. So I think she was a bit of a rhythmic gymnast. Ah, uh, yes. Um, Very cute. Yeah, had lovely eyelashes. What else? Um, Loved Millie. Millie the Echidna. Uh, uh, I've heard pray tell from this Wikipedia article uh-huh. that the Niffler from Harry Potter was based on an echidna. Oh yeah, Niffler has many echidna style features. Yeah. He's got the the nose. The face got, is very similar to Harry. It's basically the exact same except he doesn't have spines. Yeah. And echidnas don't tend to steal jewelry. Yes. Am I right, Harry Potter fans? They are cute, hey, but hey. they're not as funny as an as I haven't Niffler. seen number two of those, Crimes of Grind. Grind Grinderwald. Yeah. Um there's surely one in Blinky Bill. I think so, but I don't Basically, know any Australian animal, there's one in Blinky Bill. There would have probably been one in Napoleon as well, the movie we talked about last week. 
Um, anything else about the Echidna? Uh, no, that's pretty much uh, it. Yes. That sums them up. They're that's all cute, you need to know they're about cuddly, them. They're cuddly. They're monotremes. Yes, they lay eggs, but they are mammals. They are multi-pronged penis. Yes, four, four heads. prong seems too many. Four penises. They're heads. pretty interesting to look at. We'll have to post a picture. Um, man, I love the ambient sounds of dogs barking when I'm trying to record. Yeah, please bark more. The dogs around here have been very noisy lately. I think they're not having good times. Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about dogs vis-a-vis apartments. Mm, yes. Depends no on idea. the dog. Yeah. But these dogs, not having a good time. Not having fun. And Khaleesi will probably join in soon as well. Oh, I can only hope. She did momentarily before. Um, Tim, I've got a dad vice somewhere. Oh, fantastic. What does it, it say? Um, I'll tell you as soon as I unlock my phone. Here we go. Dear Tim and Leon, I come to you with a problem that only you can solve. I've been planning to get a tattoo for quite some time, but my parents are not too pleased with the idea. Considering they love this sunburnt country, I thought a good solution would be to get a tattoo that celebrates Australia. The issue is, there are just so many choices and I can't decide. So, what would you suggest as an Aussie tattoo to please young and old alike? Keep up the great work and enjoy your Japanese tour, Tim. Thanks, Freya. Ah, Freya. My first thought is uh, Bert Newton's ugly old face. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a classic. I've seen that many done many times. Yeah, a lot of different artist interpretations. It needs to be <laughs> needs to be done badly as well. What I don't you, want to see a good one. What you want is you want back to back. You want Bert Newton and you want Ray, whatever his name is, that plays Alf in Home and Away yeah. with gang signs. Yes, um, that's the one. Bent down in front of, I don't know. Yeah, something. and they both have Southern Cross tattoos. Yes. Now, obviously, the choice is Southern Cross tattoos. We do put the caveat on the Southern Cross tattoos that we do know people that have good Southern Cross tattoos. Yes. We know that one person that has a good Southern Cross tattoo. And, of course, the Southern Cross is, is a... Star a, formation. Extremely important symbol of Australia. It's on our flag and everything. But it has been attached to Bogans for years. Yes. <laughs> the Bogans took it from us. What you need is you need a boxing kangaroo uh, with a Southern Cross next to it and then underneath it such is life and then yep. your birth date in roman numerals yeah and then on the back of, of your neck the name of your kids in um like <laughs> italic writing arabic writing or yeah. something or um which is a culture you are not a part yeah. of farsi where's farsi that- uh, afghanistan yeah some some strange yeah thing that you're like only i can read it and it's like there are other people that can read it <laughs> <laughs> it's a language isn't it also you're scottish by heritage yeah. i'm not sure why you got that um an australian tattoo what you want to get is the three mascots that we were talking about from the 2000 olympics because that was the greatest moment in australian history yeah you want to have uh the, sid ollie and millie yeah yep, you want to have ollie the kookaburra yep um you want to have him flying. Mm. You want to have uh, Millie riding him to victory. Yeah. And you want to have uh, Sid doing a sick double backflip off the yeah. back of him. I would and like- in the top, you have on the wires flying in Nikki Webster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Singing Strawberry Kisses or whatever she's saying. I'd love to see that done in a very like Avengers style of them flying oh, into yeah. battle. That would be kind That'd of actually cool. Be sick. I would actually get that as a tattoo. Yeah. That'd be kind <laughs> the, of the cool. The mascots <laughs> of the 2000 Olympic Games. <laughs> That's the one. 
Hey, uh, fans of, of Yeah Day podcast, if you want to chip in, I will gladly get that tattooed. I think that'd be hilarious. Yeah. Almost like a totem pole. You know, life. in Age of Ultron, there's that whole first scene where they fight and then there's that slow motion part where they kind of run into battle together. Possibly. You know the one I'm talking about. Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, Sounds I'd like love, every battle scene. I'd love, to see, yeah, I'd love to see that, but with, uh, yeah. with those characters. With um, the three mascots and Nikki Webster flying in. It's a lot of it's a lot of multiples. Like you want to get, excuse me, you want to get Bert Newton and Ray from uh, Home and Away, and then in like of the moon's face above them, you want uh, Graham uh, Kennedy looking down on them. Yeah, the king of comedy himself, or well, the prince Har- of comedy. Whatever. Harold and Lou, friends forever. Ah, oh, that'd good be one. pretty good. BFFs. Um, yeah. Obviously, getting some kind of Harold Holt tattoo. A cheesy might scroll and underneath written, life's always cheesy or, or something like that. Life's cheesier on the other side. Yeah. Life's greener on the other side. The, the tagline for always greener, a t- an Australian TV show. Yeah. I think that was the tagline. If you got a cheesy might scroll done poorly, you're getting yourself a pooey bum hole, basically. <laughs> <laughs> like, Perfect. That's what's happening to your body. <laughs> and then underneath is written, life's always cheesy. It's like, wait, what is this about? <laughs> Oh dear! And again, all of these are on your neck somewhere. Yes. you don't want to cover. Hey, these glorious things are not covering these. They, oh, these are exclusively neck and chest pieces. Yeah, <laughs> the, mili- the the Olympic ones is is across the throat specifically. Yeah, you want to do like that. You know, when people get like a bird tattoo across their neck with the wings on either side, but get it as Ollie. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, love it. Some of these tattoos are so bad, but I would get the shit out of them. All the Olympic ones I'd get. They just yeah. sound really good. That sounds. Um, get one of the Milo kids on his scooter doing a sick trick. Um, like the options are endless. For my taste, because I came up with it, I vote that Freya, you get the Olympic mascots flying in with Nikki Webster above them. Yep. I'm down with that as well. I'd uh, love to see that. Actually, stop the press. I've designed for you a full back piece. Okay. This back piece is. The man from Snowy River a la the end of Easter show performance. Yep. With the other side of your back having a convergence of Bluey the cattle dog a la end of Easter show performance. The two worlds coming together. come together. And at the bottom of it, it's like the man from Snowy River on his horse like jumping across and Bluey jumping across the other side. So they've crossed into each other's worlds. Yeah. Fuck, that'd be so epic. It's the Australian yin yang. It's the man from Bluey River. <laughs> Speaking of Bluey, can't go to the rest of this. Fucking hell. It's episode one, Tim. (laughs) Um, We can't go through the rest of this episode without talking about Bluey, which I watched last night. Our friend Alice is uh, without internet at this current point in time. So she's been watching uh, normal TV, which is not a bad idea. Yeah. Um, She's gotten very wrapped up in Bluey, a cartoon Mm -hmm. uh, for kids that is on at like 7.20 at night. Fantastic. Um, We watched three episodes of it last night. Very good animation style. Um, very nice. Just very nice. Wholesome, so nice. fun. We enjoyed ourselves. We liked we Three liked adults all above the age of like 24 watching kids' cartoons on a Saturday night. Wonderful. Um, is that everything, Tim? I think so, yes. Okay, so as all... Oh, no, no, no. We've got to thank Taylor Smurl for our mm-hmm. wonderful cover-up. Mm-hmm. And Curtis Fernandes from Fern Tree Music uh, for the introduction, our introduction music. Make sure you're following us on social media. Uh, yep. If you follow me on social media, you'll find that I have finally succeeded in finding Mermaid Fruit Loops. 
Spectacular. You know how much it costs to send a box of 1.3 kilo Fruit Loops to America? Too much, About I imagine. 50 bucks. Yeah, wow. You know what I'm doing? Sending two. Um, so thanks to Missy for that one. I don't know if Missy still listens, but thanks to Missy. Missy was the one that sent me like the Jurassic Park lanyard and oh, nice, nice. various other Jurassic Park related Cheers things. For that. But she went and found them at Costco for me and she's going to send them. Um, important update. Today we are recording two episodes for Patreon um, that will go up today i think i hope well, they pretty much have to um those will be our last patreon episodes mm, ever ever we're going to close the patreon down um that's correct because it we just don't have time pretty much that's yep it. <laughs> that's the reason we don't have time we feel like we've been doing a not great job at keeping up on top of it um and we yeah there's some things we need to fix so if you are a patreon patron or if you were thinking of becoming a patron um that won't be a thing anymore we are going to it looks like we can pause payment so you won't get charged correct you should be able to access the content and then possibly in the future maybe in a month or so we'll we probably put all the bonus episodes into our normal feed so you can always access them anyway Mm -hmm. um but yes, we'll talk more in the Patreon episodes, but thank you to our patrons for all their support and thank you for everyone that has been patrons at the time. Thank you for support. Arigato. But um, we are busy and don't like you at all anymore. It's so take your the filthy part. money. Yeah, latter part of that. Tim's taken all the payout money. I've got nothing left. Um, as always, yeah, g'day, Tim. Yeah, g'day, Leon. Yeah, g'day, everyone. Yeah, g'day, everyone. Catches on the flippity flop. <laughs>